Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Key Ingredient Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Peter Jean-Marie. Peter's a former model turned fashion designer and now CEO of his own clothing brand. Peter, thanks for joining me here today. Yes, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So thank you for the uh, invite. My pleasure. Looking forward to this because you are the uh, youngest entrepreneur we've had on the uh, on the key ingredient so far, and your success has been very noticeable and very amazing to watch. So appreciate you uh, taking some time to tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit about your story. So if you don't mind, let's begin. Maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, definitely. Um, yes, yeah, so um, name is uh, Peter Jean-Marie. Um, I'm Haitian-American, born in Pompano Beach, raised in uh, Naples, Florida. Uh, I graduated from uh, St. John Newman uh, High School. And uh, I've been in the industry since I was uh, 16. Um, I used to model, uh, started off with, uh, you know, modeling for Gap. And from there, I wanted to get on the uh, creative side of things, of fashion. So uh, a year later, I started looking into school, um, different colleges, design schools. I was a sophomore at the time. And uh, by the time I was a junior, submitted a few sketches and I was already accepted to the school that I wanted to go to. And uh, from there, uh, everything's been history. I graduated from the uh, Miami International University of Art and Design, uh, which used to be called the Art Institute of Miami, and uh, graduated in 2018, uh, launched my business uh, in 2018. And from there, just, you know, just been pretty consistent on this uh, journey. Yeah, wow. Great story. So let's uh, let's go back in time a little bit. So you said at 16, you kind of got started. Is that when you started modeling? Correct. Okay, so let's go a few years before that, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. So maybe back to 13, 14 years old. What were you like? What were your interests? Did you always think you wanted to get into either modeling or fashion? Uh, what, what were you thinking at that time? Um, at the time, uh, you know, I always had a love for clothing, uh, you know, buying the cool shoes you know being the cool kid in class and um actually i just wanted to be an actor i wanted to be one of those disney channel kids okay and all that so uh that's where you know my head was at at the time and i also wanted to uh you know be a rapper i think everybody oh. during elementary or middle school they go through a phase where they want to be a musician and you know try to write songs and you know do something. Absolutely. So something in entertainment basically was where your interest was, it sounds like. How, how far back can you go? You know, how young were you when you can remember always being interested in that? Uh, I could say probably age six. Okay. Yep. Okay. Were you a theater kid? Did you do theater at school or not necessarily? Uh, I actually did. Okay. Um, I did theater uh, my uh, junior and senior year of high school. And uh, that was uh, pretty cool. Oh, so, okay. So age 16, you're a model, right? You're a model for Gap, I believe you mentioned, correct? correct? How did, how did you get your foot in the door there? Kind of what was that like? Um, well, my cousin, uh, Scott Jean-Marie, he's a, he's a model and actor. He's already, he was already in the entertainment business at the time, uh, played in the movie Step Up 3D. And from there, you know, uh, I asked him for, you know, some of the connects, of course, um, some of his contacts. And from there, I kind of just witnessed how, you know, he did business. And from there, uh, he gave me a few different agents I could contact. And I did a little research of my own. And from there, I went with the one that was good for me. Wow. Not an easy industry to break into. Oh, no. The industry, I started learning 
how the industry works literally at age uh, 16. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, how in order to uh, get to a certain level, you have to spend money. And that's something that I didn't have. And I remember before, you know, signing with these with this agent, with this agency, I went door to door to my neighbors. I created this uh, flyer of a few potential pics of me being a model <laughs> and was like, hey, I'm trying to be a model. I need X amount of money. I love that. This agent. And um, I did all of that. And I was able to, uh, you know, pay the uh, agent and uh, start. I was going to say, what was the reception like? Were people understanding and supportive of you trying to, I mean, going door to door? I mean, you were an entrepreneur then at a very young age because that's not an easy thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. Approach strangers and ask them for something. How did that go? Um, so I, it didn't really, I wasn't really too scared. I had a Ziploc bag and I could say one thing that I know how to do is uh, sell myself. Uh, mm -hmm. In other words, be myself. And from there, you know, some people said, yes, some people said I didn't have anything. Some people said, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, uh, my goal was reached because, you know, I took that first step. You know, I took a leap and, you know, from there, you know, I got the treasure that I needed. You know, that separates people like you from other people, right? I mean, you know, that's one of those things everybody could hear that and say, okay, I could do that. But it's one thing to think about doing that. It's another thing to do it. You face rejection, right? Not an easy thing to do. Um, So I commend you for that. So, okay, so you were a model for Gap. How long did that last? Um, I only did it for about a year and I did other jobs like commercials, uh, print modeling, and uh, from there, like, I didn't have enough time to spend in the modeling business because I was soon going to start college. So that's why I was looking at different routes in the fashion industry where, you know, I would actually be able to uh, profit both ways, which is creating my own things and modeling in them. So at what point in age did you say, you know what, I want to start my own clothing line? Uh, 17, so, uh, 16, 16. So 16. Okay. So what sparked that? I mean, you said you were always into fashion. I mean, were you thinking before that, that, you know, it'd be great one day to have my own clothing line or, I mean, did someone give you advice as far as that? I mean, how'd that work? Um, so back to when I wanted to be a rapper, I used to look at Lil Romeo and his father, uh, Master P mm -hmm. and, uh, Master P, he, He's just a, an entrepreneurial type of guy. As a rapper, he created his own clothing brand called P. Miller. And from, I, you know, I watched some of his movies. I watched a lot of his YouTube videos. And I think I was more so admiring the business side um, of his career rather than his uh, music. And then right there, I think that's when I started thinking, I want to create my own brand. Yeah. yeah. Master P, it's interesting you mentioned Master P because Master P is exactly what you just said. I mean, he's more of a business person, right, than a rapper. Not that he was a bad rapper, but mm -hmm. there is someone who's worth a lot of money, more than most people would imagine because of all, all the business moves that he's made. So interesting, interesting comparison. So, OK, you decide you want to start this clothing line. What were you envisioning it would look like? What was your style at the time? Uh, So my style was pretty much, you know, having, a, you know, loud prints and patterns, something that wasn't uh, so uh, simple and plain, uh, like jackets, jeans, uh, blazers, um, 
and, uh, you know, creating my own sneakers and all that. So uh, as far as my style, I just see I just seen myself, you know, creating uh, lots of different prints and patterns. Okay, so the vision part. So how does that work? So you have the vision, I'm assuming, of what you want your fashion to look like. You design it, I take it, and then so do you do the actual design of, of everything, and then what happens after that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so when it comes to creating clothing, it's like creating a building. Uh, you have to create a blueprint, and when it comes to a shirt, there's uh, you literally have to draw out the blueprint as far as how long do you want the sleeves, how low do you want the uh, the crew neck, and uh, as far as that, um, you would go off you know if you're a creative person like me you would create your own prints you know starts with a pencil draw them on the paper screen uh, screen print them into a adobe illustrator clean it up a little bit add colors and uh as far as where the inspiration comes from uh the inspiration could come from anything like if i look at the garden and I'm inspired by leaves or the texture of the leaves you know and i try to mimic that on paper and from there, uh, you know, I would go on with my creative and I'll let my creativity uh, take over and, you know. Sure. Yeah. Love that. So once you have the design, your creativity took over, you have this blueprint of what you what you envision your fashion brand to look like or the new clothing line to look like. What happens after that? Who actually does the work as far as putting everything together? How does that happen? Um. So at first, um. so. Uh, when I back in uh, 2018, when I started my line, I started with uh, neckties. So at first, I was sewing them myself, creating my own patterns, uh, prints, uh, screen printing them, screen printing them into the uh, material, and uh, you know, and sewing them myself. But I don't like sewing, so <laughs> from there, you gotta give uh, other people that loves to do that stuff um, that job. So I started uh, partnering with different uh, manufacturers and I create a I would create a mock, uh, a sample and show them uh, the uh, flats and the pattern and show them this is the length that I want it, uh, the width, and uh, they would mimic it. Interesting. So for someone listening and watching right now and says, you know, what, I want to take a, a closer look at your brand and see what it's about. First of all, what's your website? Where can they find you? And then second of all, what would you say is the type of person, I guess, demographics from an age point of view of what um, what might be a good fit really for your clothing line? Yes. So uh, my clothing uh, could be found at uh, Peter Jean Marie dot store. As far as demographic, uh, my clients are more so, they start pretty young at 16, but they're also like you, you know, laid back. Uh, a little older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little older. And um, somebody who's like, you know, very confident, looking to, uh, you know, stand out at times. And uh, uh, here's a fun fact even though my line is a menswear uh, clothing line, uh, my number one customers are women actually are they really yeah okay okay i want to get into that a little bit more um in a few moments we'll, we'll kind of go into that because i want to hear i guess your perspective of where you think fashion's going for men and women especially in where you are right now for both but before we get into that so there are a lot of designers out there are there any that really inspire you that you say that is a designer that i want to either emulate or I just get some kind of motivation from uh yeah i definitely get my motivation from uh the brand loro piano uh, they're uh, a very, very, very old brand, 
And they're well known for creating everything from cashmere and wool, from shirts, jeans, even shoes. Like, and that's the company they were. They specialize in, uh, you know, you know, producing products out of cashmere and wool. And um, I think uh, that brand uh, pretty much inspired me because uh, I don't know any other brand that focuses or uses just one type of material and become, you know, an international brand out of it because not once have they ever did any type of advertising. And when it comes to Loro Piana, they really, really, really focus on uh, quality. And nowadays, uh, I think in the present time we're living in, uh, most people don't really look at quality. Sure. They kind of uh, buy things off of looks. And uh, yeah, but anywho, Lord Piana, you know, okay. did it for me. Well, you could go online, as you know, and find something that looks really good and it's really cheap and it's poor quality. So it's easy to find that, unfortunately, these days. You mentioned women. So from a business segment, what, if you had a guess, what is your percentage of clients when it comes to men and women? What does that look like? So I say women's about 60%, men is about 40%. So women is more. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. So for, for the, the ladies watching and listening right now, what kind of clothing line do you have for them? What what would appeal to someone listening? Uh, so for the women, uh, what I have coming for them, um, I have, uh, you know, different type of bomber jackets and blazers um, that I actually did create uh, early on. So that's something they could look uh, forward to as well as uh, uh, footwear. And what was pretty funny is even though I had a, um, you know, I have like, you know, a line of neckties and all that women, uh, I don't know the women, they just love to support Peter Jean Marie. And I've seen women buy their, buy the neckties and wear them themselves. Like okay. they have a man or not, or somebody to give them to or not. And uh, they fall in love with the prince as well. I like that. So it's interesting. And, you know, part of the key ingredient podcast is to interview entrepreneurs, right? So here you are, you're, I can argue you're an artist, right? You're, you're someone who has a vision of what you want things to look like. You've been like that from a, a young age, but in a sense, you're an entrepreneur, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So what have you learned, I guess, from age 16, as far as just having an interest in wanting to model design clothes and things like that too? Being an entrepreneur, which is a huge, huge difference to some degree, while they intertwine, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. So, what are some of the lessons I guess you've learned, whether they're good or bad, from being an entrepreneur? Um, I could say what I've definitely learned from the age of sixteen is, uh, even though you may know people, um, no matter how much, how how many x amount of people you may know, uh, at the end of the day. Like, you know, you are your brand and um, there's just certain things that you have to do on your own in order to get to where you want to be. And I've learned uh, not to really rely on people to do everything for me and not to look for any uh, handouts. And especially when it comes to investments. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this uh, this past uh, few months, uh, I actually received uh three no's and one yes that received uh, one yes that turned into a no before I reached to the yes where, um, you know, I didn't have to give any equity or percentage away of my company. It was more so of a, I had to go through like not every no 
means like you know that it's the end of it means not right now sometimes right correct um for me every no means that you're closer to a yes Mm -hmm. and the first four people were business people the fifth investor wasn't they didn't care for anything they just wanted to support and i received six figures from somebody who uh, didn't want anything in return uh just somebody who's been looking from the outside in been really really following my journey and you know just wanted to support that's a pretty good story you never know that, that one person you could meet one day that could change things around for you quite a bit correct um that's really really interesting so what what would you say has been the biggest obstacle is it financing i mean i would imagine most businesses it is is that the biggest obstacle you face at this point as far as your growth uh uh that's one of the obstacles for sure mm-hmm. um but you know there's o- always a way to uh you know to ease out the finance part, getting a nine to five job. Um, but I could say the biggest obstacle for me uh, was just simply uh, getting started and uh, <laughs> and uh, getting people to believe in me and my brand. That's the biggest obstacle. It's kind of like make it's kind of like being a musician. You make about 25 songs, but there's only one song that's going to get people talking and you know if you don't start if you don't really believe or have any passion about what you're doing then you know there's no point <laughs> no you're you're exactly right about that let's shift gears a little bit this week and i, I don't know if it's still going on or not but it's uh naples fashion week right is it still going on or um, did it, did it, it end yesterday and it ended uh monday okay Tell us a little bit about that because, you know, it's all over social media. Not everybody goes to that event. What's it like? Who attends? What do you get out of it? Yeah, so Naples Fashion Week um, was actually started uh, about a year ago. So it's fairly brand new. And uh, at this event, uh, uh, I was asked to, uh, you know, present a few, uh, you know, of my designs. But my thing is they were already showcased at previous fashion shows. So I just went there to attend as a guest and a host. And uh, the designers there, uh, they were, uh, you know, fairly, I, I seen young designers from ages 12 and older designers. Wow. And uh, Naples Fashion Week pretty much just showcased lots, lots of uh, local designers from around the area or outside of the area. And uh, being at that event, you just... Never know who you're sitting by. Sure. And uh, you just meet lots of interesting people from like, you know, different areas of uh, the fashion business or outside of business. Yeah. Is it an all day thing? So I know it's a few days, but is it literally all day long or is it just more in the evening? Um, it's, it's an all day thing. Okay. Uh, we had a few different um, brands come out and they set up a few little pop ups where, you know, locals will come in and purchase a few things from their, you know, small brand. And uh, from there, uh, you know, there's cocktail and, uh, you know, there's the interview parts for, you know, key known uh, figures. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, it's really, really cool. It's an all day thing. Yeah, it sounds terrific. So I mentioned your website before, but I know you are all over social media, which nowadays is, I mean, for any entrepreneur, anyone wanting to brand themselves, it's just a great outlet. What's your strategy when it comes to social media in general? Um, so the strategy that um, I use is, uh, uh, well, I don't, 
I don't um I don't sell my products. I sell my story. Um I sell my stuff. Uh my story is what buys the products. So I always keep it uh very very authentic. Um I don't imitate anybody. I always be myself and I give people something worth to uh watch like a kind of like a a show and on, an ongoing thing. Like I keep them posted on certain things that I have coming up and it's always what's next, what's next, what's next and it's a ongoing uh story. So uh I just keep them enter- entertained by doing the things that seems impossible or doing the things that people you know can't see me doing. And from there's like again, how did he do this? How did he do that? How did he get X amount of money or whatever? So I just uh I just stand out, you know. I do the things that most people are scared to do. Love that. That's uh hey, that's another quality of an entrepreneur, right? Doing things that other people, like I said, want to do but just don't. Correct. It's amazing how many people have ideas and just don't act on it. So you're clearly doing that. As we wrap up here, let me uh couple of couple of final questions. The, your future. I mean, you're a young guy. We're 25, 26? Uh, 25. 25. Okay. So you have many, many years ahead of you. You have a head start on everybody else. What does the next five years, 10 years plus look like for you? What's your vision? Um. So in the next five years, I would definitely um, like to see myself as a very, very strong um, online brand. Uh, I want to have about three houses. I want to be very, very, very financially stable. Uh, I probably want to get married too, uh, <laughs> to uh, a very uh, entrepreneurial driven uh, type of woman. And um, But in the next five years, I just see myself being much, much, a hundred times better than I am uh, today. Yeah, I love that. Where are, where are your clothes uh, available now? What stores? Um, so there, you can find them at the, uh, if you want to get them locally here in Naples, Florida, you could go to the Ritz Carlton beach and golf resort. And you could also go online at a uh, Peter Jean Marie dot store. Um, I have a unreleased collection that I'm currently working on that haven't been released. So that's something to look forward to. Excellent. You see that rap career coming back or is that, is that over? Um, <laughs> the, I still I make I make music for fun. Um, that's definitely something I'm definitely going to uh, add on to uh, my brand because, as far as the uh, fashion business, I get all of my bu- blueprint from the uh, music industry. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, who's your favorite? Who do you like to listen to? Uh, I listen to uh, I like Nico and Vince. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. That's one of their. Song. I, I like that song actually mm-hmm. and uh to be honest i'm not really limited to the type of music i listen to i listen to everything a little bit of everything okay final question for you peter um for aspiring entrepreneurs listening right now what's the one piece of advice you would tell them uh start now you know stop waiting stop guessing and you know just know yourself be yourself and stay true to yourself you know don't change and don't let anybody change or tell you the things that you can't do or what you can't be. That might be the best advice anyone has given on the Key Ingredient Podcast. So I thank you for that. Peter Jean-Marie, you are an inspiration. I love following you on social media. 
I am excited to see where things go for you. There is no doubt in my mind. I mean, you're already successful. I see this blowing up for you and uh, I wish you all the best. I want to thank you for being on the key ingredient and hope to have you back one day in the future. Yes. Uh, most definitely a big thank you to you for having me, for having me here. Uh, this podcast is going to be bigger than it is today, probably tomorrow, maybe the next day. So it's, it's definitely an honor uh, to be uh, uh, the youngest so far on this uh, podcast. So thank you again. Well, with your words of wisdom for any young aspiring entrepreneur listening right now, we may get someone younger one day, right? Thanks to you. Sure. So thanks again and all the best. Thank you.